Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 219, The Poet Who Knows It. I don't know, I kind of had a like radio voice thing going on. Either way, I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Javier as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Doing well. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. I actually had to uh, have Javier and I were supposed to do the interview last week, but I got sick. And Javier was very kind, saying, you know what, Alex, I'll give you a second chance. He said, you can do it this week. So this week we were recording. I'm very happy to have Javier on. And it's a topic that I always enjoy because I have a few things to say about it, but it's not about me. It's all about Javier. So thank you, Javier, for coming on. And I want to jump right into it. But before we do that, I'm going to put you on the spot. It's the most cringiest question in the world. Who is Javier? <laughs> um... Well, me, um, um, I'm a, I'm an Afro-Latino writer at home in Harlem in New York City. Um, I'm a recent graduate of Bonavista University with my bachelor's in digital media storytelling. Um, I'm a war I'm a, I'm a, a whole, I'm a, um, a war-winning writer. I'm a war-winning journalist. So, um, I'm a sports enthusiast and I'm a harm record 14. I'm a harm record, um, 14, 14 scholarships. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So you, you got a lot of things underneath your belt. So what you're telling me is that I have to have you back on the show multiple times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I actually published my first book of poetry, like uh, this Ooh. couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you just did that. Okay. Well, I'm going to definitely share that in the notes. And actually speaking of which, do you have any social media links and websites or projects you are working on that you would love to share with the listeners? Sure. I have um social media. Um, Okay. So my Instagram handle is at Javi Buckets. My Twitter handle is at Javi Buckets. Um, my LinkedIn, my LinkedIn profile is Javier Sarmiento Jr. And um, project I'm working on right now, I'm currently working on my memoir. Um, it's talking about my life. Um, how like it's inspiring story. Like how I came from poverty into like how how I came from poverty into becoming a award-winning writer, award-winning journalist, into a college graduate. And it's supposed to be coming. It's supposed to be um done by this upcoming year. Um, trying to make that trying to get that traditionally published. But yeah. And I'm trying to make, I'm trying to, I'm training right now. To, I'm training right now to make, make it to the NBA right now. I'm training. So I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, I'm doing a lot right now. But right now I'm, I'm kind of relaxing. But and but next week I'm supposed to go to the National Association of Black Journalists. They're having a conference next week in Vegas. So I'm supposed to go there. So, yeah. <laughs> Once again, you got so many things going on. Wow. I, I'm impressed. You make me look like this podcast is nothing compared to what you're doing. All right. Nah, I got nah. to step up my game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'll put all that in down below. And, and I'm, I'm sure the people who are listening would love to check that out and show you some support and some love. And yes, there's something in there you mentioned. You talked about poetry. And that's the topic of today. So we're going to go way back into time. Into time? Yeah, into time. Let's get, yeah, that's the sentence. Into time. How did you get introduced to poetry? Um, Basically, um, I would say like, my when I was a when I when I was a college freshman, like when I started community college, community college was my first year of college in my first year. Um, I had a professor named Professor Mickelson, and one of the classes, it was it, it was in here near it was here in NYC. So um um I, one of my classes um we it was like uh we had to take a poetry like basic writing poetry, and then he he just basically talked about like the the poets and the every week we had like a reading assignment or writing assignment, and I, I um I actually like. That was really like I I loved it a lot actually. So um uh so every every writing assignment he would give it, either either in class or outside of class I would be so interested. So the next day the next day or if he had a like if the next day if he had a writing assignment the next day, 
I will go. I will go on the next day, and I will the first. He like he will volunteer. Like who will volunteer to present the poetry? And I always be the first person to like walk up because everybody mm. be nervous and stuff. I would say I don't care. I just woke up and say it. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it's in class or out of class. But and as time was going on, um, I really liked. I really liked like the poetry and writing like stuff like that. And he told me he gave me an A plus. He said that uh, like your writing is very is very good. So. I will, I will say that's when I started like getting into it. That's awesome. Uh, I like the, the, the passion and the actual courage. Like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going. I don't care. And it actually leads me to think, what was your first poem? Do you remember it? I think I think I remember it. My first, it was in my first star. I think it was called Starstruck. Star, Starstruck. Something like that. Starstruck or something like that. I, I, it, was a random, random, it was a random topic. But yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what was that topic? So what is Starstruck? Is it something related to like seeing a celebrity and you were Starstruck or... How, if you remember the 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 meaning behind the poem? Um, the meaning behind the poem was uh, it was just a random topic. Um, it was just like Star Trek, like to me, because it means different things to different people. So some some people Star Trek, Star Trek might mean like you see a star, oh, you get like you get like oh, I can't believe that's him. For me, that was like I was just saying um how um for the poem, I was just going random. I'm just doing random thoughts. Uh, that's, that's that's how I go sometimes. When I get like, I just put a random top, random topic, and just do random thoughts. And within those random thoughts, there can be so many different topics as well, and different ways to deliver your poetry. So, with that being said, what kind of poetry do you prefer to do? Is it more haikus, sonnets, limerick, or anything else? Haikus, and I, I like to do rhyme. I like to do a lot of rhyming poetry. I feel like what, 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 what like um, I think the the first like. One of the first po- poems that I actually, one of my first poems that I wrote, no, 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 one of the second poems I wrote that actually won, that, that actually won, got some national recognition was, was, um, a voice from Harlem. And, and that, that was like, that was like four lines, that was like four stanzas. And, uh, and, uh, the meaning of that poem was like, I'll just say, uh, cause I live in an area where there's, um, poverty, crime, and homelessness. So I, I was just telling people my, I was just basically saying my experiences. And and, I, and like I've seen it like in the rhyming way kind of and then uh like just like I think last year I um have you heard of Roger Roger's Digest? No, I haven't. Okay, right Roger's Digest is is uh it's like um it's like a company that has it's, it's for writers writers of all kinds. You could be a poet, author, whatever. So then that like this past year. Um, I was, um, since, since I'm, I'm, uh, passionate about poetry as well, I decided, hey, why not get, why not, why not put one of my poems I use in my classes to, to, to use in a, in a, in a poetry contest? And, and so I, I entered and I waited three months and then, uh, like, uh, then, like, then last, last June, I received an email saying, congratulations, you won honorable mention for your poem, I wrote some poem. <laughs> I said, what? Yeah, kind of, <laughs> just. That's awesome. Three thousand people entered the honorable mention category, and I was one of the winners for that category. Yeah, that must have gave you like the inspiration to keep going. Yeah, that's, that's, that was actually weird because I didn't expect to win it. It was it was not like so, the whole poem was rhyming, but the last part wasn't. So I thought I was like, hey, I'm gonna just put it here. If it wins, it wins. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I, I was just putting it just to put it out. But then I, I was I was not expecting that, and my mom was really excited too. So well, you know what? It's because I bet you the story you delivered. We're just touching, and it might have like resonated with the people who were judging. Yeah, cause um, I live in like I mentioned, I, I live in, in the city, and like when when like, like every every neighborhood city has a every neighborhood you could think of has an inner city. Any neighborhood, so 
I live in NYC. NYC has a hood. I live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be bluntly, but that's true. I live in a hood. Uh, like in in it's always negative news in the media everywhere. I never see nothing neg- positive. Like last week, I, I I'm I'm being truthful. Last week, somebody got shot four blocks away from my house, my apartment building. Four shots. Four four blocks. And and, and they start hey, talking about hey, this is this is shooting. Shooting, of course, is important too. But like, it's important to focus on the shoot, like what's going on here. <clears throat> but not focus on the negative. Focus on the positive as well. Like, there's not not, <clears throat> not many college graduates in this neighborhood. <clears throat> not many people have, who has done many things. <clears throat> so me, I'm just giving myself a voice. Like, say, hey, I'm here. Uh, I'm not like the rest of these people. And I'm showing you, like, seeing walking down the street, seeing um um a homeless guy sleeping on on a truck. <clears throat> something like that like so i think i think that resonates with people like you said yeah no absolutely and then uh, i'm glad you're here <laughs> as well because you're sharing your voice i'm based in canada so you're not only sharing yeah. with where you are but you're sharing with my canadian listeners and listeners from around the world as well so hopefully people can listen to it like okay i feel you i feel you i can either relate or i can understand i can learn from this experience and javier I, it sounds like a very knowledgeable and wise individual and i really want to dive deep into your creative process of creating these poems and doing poetry and what it means to you so with that being said you said you live in like better lack of a term but they say in the hood right so yeah. in that area not just in the area but in general where do you pull the inspiration to create something new so like do you say like in the morning you like you wake up you're like oh i got a sense of inspiration i gotta do something like this or do you see something happening in the streets or in the bus or on tv you're like okay wow this is something i have to write about uh oh yeah um so like um um around like 2020 um when the pandemics when, when we was when we was in lockdown and then when george when george floyd happened uh i was like i was so upset like i was I went to like I, to be blunt with you. I went to sleep so upset, and I woke up the next day, and, and then um, I I was still like 2020 was a crazy year, George Floyd, all that stuff, and and then I think um from one of my classes I was doing online because I was doing online strictly because for, for the moment, and one of my professors said we had that we we for we had to do a project, we had to do a project for um our class, and you had to do it based on uh. The First Amendment, something like that. So I just, so basically, what happened with George Floyd and the anger, like out, like around here was so much protest. Even my sister went outside and protested. So I decided, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, just, I'm gonna use this moment to, to write something new. And I just wrote, I was like six, nine lives, nine, nine, like nine. It was like a nine line poem, and 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 I wrote it like. I don't want to like, um, like I just wrote like my like like what what. What what will happen to me like like being a black man at night? Like I'm, I'm like I'm Afro Latino, my skin, but uh same thing happens. So I, I decided I thought, so from that excess of George Floyd, I got the inspiration to write a new poem. So so you could say so you could say like from I get my inspiration from like events like that, or sometimes I just look outside my window and I'll be like, damn, wow, life. Damn, <laughs> but, damn yeah, life like indeed. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just think about it like you say. So when you do get this inspiration, do you prefer to write it down? And like, do you have like a book that you write it down? Or do you have, let's say, your phone or computer? Where, where, what is your preferred uh, expressive tool to express your poetry on? Um, so when I first started writing poetry, I, um, I started writing, um, writing down on a piece of papers. But then, then, but then, then afterwards, I would just write it on, I would just go, I'll just go on my computer and open the um, Google Docs and I'll just start typing it. 
But now you got me wondering, how many poems have you written and how often do you write poetry? Mm, I think say 16. Um, I, want, I, write, I write it occasionally. Like, um, if like, I have some downtime or if I'm like, if I, if I, if I'm, if I'm, have some downtime or if I'm feeling, feeling inspired. Are you feeling inspired right now? No, I'm just kidding. Like right now, Javier <laughs> is just writing a poem. He's like, there's a bald man interviewing me. I cannot see him, but we can see eye to eye. Oh, why I'm not crying. I don't know. I'm just, I'm bad at <laughs> spontaneous. Actually, do you like to do spontaneous uh, freestyling as well? Oh, no. I actually, I actually never thought that. I, I, but, but I actually did, um, but um, actually, I actually did some freestyle rapping though. <laughs> um, it was for my talent show. But, um, it was about my like, Kind of show, yeah, but uh, I just I did some of that, but I like I'm not I'm not, not rapping and that. I, I I just did it just for for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, you say for the fun of it, and then the next day, boom, you're number one rapper right there, boom. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, you wish. <laughs> we'll start a group, you and I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex. Javier would be like the AJ. That's 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 the group name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for you, usually, how long does it take you to complete a project? Um, probably like five to ten minutes. Oh wow. You just you just jump in like I got an idea. Okay, I have this. I've asked this question a lot in my other episodes, but I'm guessing at night when you're going to bed, you get an idea. Do you sleep on it or do you wake up and like, no, I have to write this down? Mm, let's see. Uh, related to poetry, um, um, I just I just really write into the next the next day. Okay, so that is a skill that a lot of people don't have that you have. You're able to remember. I'm the idiot going like, nah, I'll remember it tomorrow morning. What? No, it can't. I can't possibly forget this. It's the greatest <laughs> idea on earth. Yeah, I forget it. I'm like, what, what, what was that? Oh, yeah, I need to brush my teeth. That's it. Uh, so I applaud you for having that kind of uh, mental power to remember that throughout the night. That's pretty good. And this is going to be using your mental capabilities. So I'm going to test you right now. What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you first started doing poetry? Okay, that's a that's a great question. Um, so um, <laughs> um, a great uh, thing I would I wish I knew now that I knew be, I wish I knew before or now that I knew know before. Um, <clears throat> that it's like, like it's an art. It's a poetry is an art form. So like um, I would say like to to like probably you um, let's see. Man, you actually a tough question. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, man. That's what I'm doing. So, like, um, I'll say to um, probably to like put more emphasis on it, and, and, and to like uh, and to put some meaning to it because I know um, when I first started it, um, it was, when I first started, I just wrote it. I just wrote it because like when I first started, I was in college too. College, I was like starting college. I was starting it, and and I, I and, and of course I'm in class. I want to get a good grade, so I was just writing it for the heck of it. For now, um, I say like put more meaning to it because. If you put meaning to, if you put meaning behind something, it will have it will have a bigger impact, more or less than if you just put something together just for like, oh, I'm just put this, I'm just putting this for this, and now I'm not gonna put nothing on. So probably made more meaning to it, and that too, yeah. And I told you, I'm gonna put you on the spot again. What is your favorite <laughs> poem, and do you have it in front of you, and could you recite it if you can? If not, just tell me which one's your favorite poem and why. I would say voice from Harlem. Because my not 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 just because it got national recognition, I just like it, the time it took to write that and and, and like I, I feel like it, I feel like in this day and time, 
think like that topic is so 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 powerful. So I say uh, so I'll say that one. And actually, when you do do these poems, do you ever sometimes throw an instrumental just behind it to just keep like a flow, or you like to do poems straight without no instrumentals in the back? So when so when I do poetry, uh, if like if I do if I'm doing a um, poetry like if I play it on public, I would probably do like a cappella. I would just write it, just read it off off of words. If I'm doing it by myself, like my my home right now, I'll probably get some music going, and I'll, I'll just like, hey, this is this, this is this is this is this is this. But <laughs> watch watch Javier right after this episode be like, oh damn it, Alex, now I'm in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now for you overall, what would you say is the best part about being a poet? Poetry, like I'll say, best part of being a poet is you, you um, because poetry, um, people think um, people think poetry is an art form, because oh, um, people think art forms are like writing, painting, but this actually is an art form, and like, and then through this art form, I can express myself more, more other than. More, more often than other, other, other jobs, because other jobs, they don't want, they don't want politics in there, they don't want nothing that, they want to keep the status quo. And this one, you, you, you free to do whatever, and in, in, um, and it could reach more people. So it's fun. And for you, what was your biggest challenge when you first started doing poetry? Uh, I said, I said getting the hang of it, because when I started it, um, I started first doing haikus. The like the first part, when you do a, when you write a poem, you have to think of the words, and then the words. The word had to go with the, with the, with the lines and the stanzas, all that stuff. That was kind of the, I was kind of hard getting all that information. Like this, 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 this is a, this is a sonnet. This is this. This is where it goes. And you got to do the 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 nations. That was kind of difficult. And then you had to read on the on the art on the poets and stuff like that. But so starting starting off with that, that's kind of difficult. But as I go on um, on, and, and since I graduated like this past May. It's kind of kind of got easier a little bit, you say. Well, congratulations first of all on graduating this May. That's a big accomplishment. And completely off topic from the graduation aspect, do you have any inspirations? Any artists out there, or poet, or rapper, anybody else that just you look up to, like, wow, that is a lyricist or something I can take inspiration from for my poems. Um, I have a lot actually. Um, um, so I have like um, I have three. I have six. Actually. I'm gonna give you six. So I'm saying um, right now. First, LeBron James, because um, I read, I watched, I read his book. I watched his movie. He came, he came from like he came from poverty. He lived on food stamps his life, and then he he became a success. And he, he he's um and then he he came back to his community, opened the I Promise Academy, and he's still inspiring people to this day. So I um him um I, if I if I could meet him one day, man, it would be so inspiring. And actually, well um when my school newspaper, I was a writer, I was a co-editor of Opinion. Um, I wrote an article about him, and I actually won first place in the on the on the sports writing category. Okay, well, first of all, LeBron, if you're listening, you know what you gotta do. You gotta <laughs> you gotta meet my brother right here. <laughs> you're good. All right, all right. So that's the number one. What are the five other ones? Okay, so I'll, I'll give you. Okay, so my second one is Steph Curry. Um, he's he's light, he's a light skinned assassin. I'm light skinned too. <laughs> the under, underdog life. Um, so I'll say him 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 for the aspect of being the underdog. Number three, my mom. <clears throat> my mom is very inspirational. She go, she go up in a different country, and and then, and then she came over here in the United States, and she still provided for us. <clears throat> I see her hard work and effort, so it makes me want to um grow, grow up stronger. <clears throat> and uh, one of the reasons I do what I do today. Shout out to your mom. 
Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out mom. <laughs> and then my fourth one. It's the man in the mirror. Yeah, myself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, myself. Like, I, like, yeah, myself. And then my fifth one is my in my neighborhood. Like, I, I see, I see my neighborhood. I see why, I see why I go through. So I, um, I'm, I'm gonna try to put you on the map so people could see that some better things happening here than violence and stuff. They're actually good people trying to do the good in their lives. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. And that's and six. The sixth one is people I've been around. The people I've been around. Yeah, my mentors, like my professor, Professor Angela France, she she helped me. Uh, she she actually helped me graduate, and she actually helped me travel to Buena Vista, um, and it's in Iowa, and I met her in person, and she helped me. Um, she helped me so much. Like they actually met, they actually did news. They actually did a news article about me. Um, about me uh, over there. So it was really good. Uh, cause I won fourteen scholarships to in order to get to that school. So she helped me get there and helped me graduate. So her too. Man, I'm learning so much from you. You keep on saying you're winning new awards. I feel like you're winning an award right now as we're speaking too. That was in the fall. I was in the like spring semester. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the poem was like 2020. The scholarships was this year. I applied for 60. No, no I applied for 60. I got 60. I applied for 63. Uh, I, I won 14 consecutive. And then um, the article was this year. The article was this year. And then, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Hey yo, my I tip my hat to you, my friend. I tip my hat. <laughs> and then you you have one more person, or is that it? No, that's it. That's it. You know what? That's that's a good list. That's a good list of inspirational people to help you be who you are, and hopefully you get to where you want to be. What is your current challenge? Yeah, see, my memory is failing me. So my current challenge is since since my book is since my first book of poetry is published. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, promote I'm trying to market it more and I'm trying to uh d- d- and I'm trying to get inspiration to write new new poems. I actually um wrote uh wrote a new set of poems and I, I and I carried it to got Gotham writers. I yeah like it's like you said like that one day I just got up and said hey I'm gonna write this I'm gonna write this poems I just got up to start writing writing poems and that's not right and then I, and then I said hey hey um <clears throat> how can I get this to even more so like I'll say like. Because like, so, like, so as a poet, once you write, once you write poems, once you write one, two, or three, or four poems, you 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 feel like you feel like you feel like you feel like you're, you're like successful. But then 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 you want to write more and more, and you're like, damn, I I don't have I don't have that much in me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back to the, you have to take a few days to go back to the thinking tank, and then and then then and then when it comes to you, you just write it. I f- I feel your pain, man. I I'm an MC as well. I grew up in an environment full of hip-hop and i wrote a lot of poetry like since like 2008 and so i i know i know what you're talking about the the mental state you got to be in to write these and then come back to it and like oh cool since inspiration cool write it and uh but there could be parts that are like you get a writer's block so with that what would you say is the most stressful part about poetry well so, so the special part about poetry like in, in that aspect like that's 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 actually a good question because I I had that like last week because I tried to write a new poem and I was kind of stuck for it like for a while and then I um and that's then uh I I thought about something and I said oh wow let me go back to it but it took me like a few days like I say like, a, a day or two I know I know that uh I know that for, for Ryan po- people think that Ryan poetry is easy it's not easy if you're trying to um, if you if you like if you're trying to make this your profession it's not really easy. Or, 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 cause some people do it for fun. I do, it for, I do it for fun and trying to do it, um, pressing a little bit. But it takes me like, um, it takes it's a little bit harder. 
So that's a hard part. Like when, when, when you're trying to get, when you're trying to put, put the pencil, the pen, the paper, when you're not getting, you're not getting nothing through your brain. So yeah, they got to wait till it comes. That's probably the hardest part. No, I completely agree with you on that. And but when you do get that sense of inspiration, you're like, cool, I'm on fire. I got this. Just keep writing. Yeah, like I'm, I'm in the zone. You, yeah, exactly. You're in the zone. And you mentioned something that's very important that some people assume that is very easy to do, which leads me to ask you, what are some misconceptions about people who write poetry? That, that poem, that, that, that poem, poetry is, poetry is this, is this, this for like, um, older people or it's not for kids or it's easy. Like anybody can do it. We just write pen, you just write pen and paper. First of all, <clears throat> poetry is not for just old people. Um, young people write it. I'm a young person. I'm 25 years old. I'm, I'm young. Uh, I, I look younger in person. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not for old people. Anyone, anyone can write it. Any, any religion, anybody. Secondly, <clears throat> po- poetry is, um, right. Actually, generating words to write on a page, piece of paper is really hard. People don't con- con- conceive that. Like, uh, anyone can write a simple rhyme. Well, um, the, 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 the number one thing to get is to get the words in your mind to write it down. You can't, you can't just retire saying, oh, it's, it's easy. If it's easy, then why, why, why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> put them to a challenge. Have a poet. Yeah. Off. Put them this one. <laughs> yeah. It's a rap battle right there. It's a challenge. So people listening right now, if you think it's easy, challenge us, huh? Have you and I, <laughs> we're going to take you down. I sound like I'm threatening my listeners, which probably isn't a good thing. (laughs) I mean, I love you guys. You're great. Keep listening to my podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So for people you're, we're talking about trying, trying it out. Do you have any word of advice for them that might encourage them to pick up poetry? Um, I would say like, uh, well, find, find find what's important in your life. Find what's important in your life and then use that as inspiration to write. Um, because that's how I started it. Um, I use my environment. I use for, I use my environment as inspiration, and I use my my life as inspiration. Um, but you don't have to you don't have to go on as a, as deep as that like life um thing. You could just it could be something simple like uh um if you see like a toy on the floor, look at that toy. That toy reminds me of my my childhood. Or look at that pillow or something. Like that. It doesn't have to be as deep as life life or environment all that stuff. But um I'm just giving you some examples like it could be like a pillow. Or a book I read as a kid, or a shoot, a sneaker I like, or that that mirror. It could be anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. The whole world is your canvas. You can just take anything yeah. and just be inspired by it. And um, so I've asked this question at the beginning of the episode, but I'll ask it again at the end. Do you have any social media links, websites, or projects that you are working on that you would love to reshare with the listeners? Yeah. So um, Instagram, my Instagram handle, I have your buckets. J A V I J A V I B U C K E T S. Um, my um, my Twitter handle is Javier Buckets. My LinkedIn Javier Something Junior. My YouTube channel Javier Something Junior. My debut book, um, it's called Stories of a Home Stories of a Home Resident. It's on Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and any anywhere with books and Barnes and Nobles. So yeah. That's awesome. You know what? I'll put that all down below. So it'll be very easy to find. People can click it and go show you some love. Yes. And I'm working on my memoir. My memoir is supposed to come out next year. It's, 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 supposed to, it's going to be called Determination, How Harlem Soon Became a Success. So yeah, I'm working on that right now. Okay. Well, when, once that comes out, shoot me a message and I'll add it on to the uh, show notes as well. So there's always something relevant. <laughs> all right got you and now for the last question now you get to be the podcast 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 host 
So, do you have any questions for me about poetry? Yes. Um. Well. Um. Do you do you do you write poetry, or, and do you like it at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, it's kind of like because of poetry that I got into podcasting, audio editing, and stuff like that. And I've been writing poetry for since 2008, so back when I was in high school. And、uh, no, I've just been doing it for a long time. Like I'm, I'm looking at one of my poems now. Do you have some of your poems in front of you? Oh yeah, I, I got my poem right now. Okay, so how about we do this to give a little tease for the audience? You share a poem, and I share a poem, and that way people can feel the poetry power. See the PP, not that kind of PP. <laughs> the poetry power. <laughs> I got you, got you right now. I got my hardcover book with me right now. <laughs> All right, here you go. Go. Give me, give me one of your poems. Let me give you my most power. I'm gonna give you my poem that we come that that one honorable mention. Um, this, this the, the title is called A Voice from Harlem. The leaves, the leaves fall off the tree. Things aren't what they seem to be. Growing up in Harlem, poverty is what I see. The sky is cloudy. Things are going rowdy. The leaves fall off the tree. Growing up in Harlem, poverty is what I see. Seeing homelessness is so sad. I'm doing everything to make people glad. Why does why does life look so bad? When you are black, the world looks the world feels out of your reach. Growing growing up in Harlem, poverty is what I see. I try my best. Tomorrow, I'm trying to get some rest. The leaves fall off the tree. Growing up in Harlem, poverty is what I see. That's me snapping my fingers. That's what we do at Slam Poetry. We sla- snap our fingers. That was good, man. I love that. Thanks. It, you, yeah, felt I felt like the、uh, the sentiment, like the actual, not the pain, but like the the passion in it. Like I feel like what you felt when you're writing it. I don't know. Maybe it's a poet thing. We can feel within each other's like yeah, poet mind. Facts on cap. <laughs> exactly. All right. So this is mine. I wrote this a year ago, and I was just writing for fun. It's called Mindset. And now I, I, it's a verse, so I was trying to do it into a song. A lot of these things I do, I try to make into a song, but I never really do it. So I just write it down. So it's just a creative exercise. So this is this is how it goes. My mind's in the attic, just chilling with chilling thoughts, insulated by memories of riches and the have-nots. Nanobots surviving and striving through nanowatts, conserving energy to now become the juggernaut. How could I not not hesitate when I can't stop acclimating ideas when I'm thinking at top speed? Please, I can't ease the unstoppable process, or else I retrogress into pinnacle mindset. But I digress in the literal sense. I'm finding demons in my soul. It's self-self-defense, but I'm alright 'cause I'm in the future tense. But I'm alright 'cause I'm no longer looking left. It's behind me, surrounded by all of it all the time. A pantomime speaking with me with fictional signs, consumed by the relentless presence. The madness makes me want to do everything written on that list.、Mm, that was tough. Yeah, my mind, my mind's sporadic. I do. I don't even know what it means. So, be honest. Like yours was more sentimental because yours was reflecting reality. Mine was just reflecting a dream of I don't know what.、Yeah. But but this goes to show that poetry comes in all shapes and forms, and everybody,、yeah. whether it's a long poem or a complex poem, a simple poem, a angry poem, a happy poem, any kind of poem, has power. It's subjective. Exactly, that's exactly it, and it can have different meanings, and people can interpret it any way. But what's really important is how the poet delivers it, how the poet felt when they created it, because it is their message and it reflects their reality.、Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm being very philosophical right now. I don't, I don't know. Shouldn't be, but like I, I, I'm still like I got yours stuck in my head right now. Damn. <laughs> like, oh man, is there a YouTube video somewhere of you reciting it as well? Yeah, somebody, somebody actually. You know what's crazy? I, I, I was going 
I w- I'm like, like last month, last month, um, I was going to the bank because I, I, I want to, I want to, I want, I want like my 14 scholarships. So I, I wanted, I went to the bank to cash a check. And, um, um, somebody, somebody, somebody like stopped me in the street, say, Hey, um, I said, Hey, uh, um, I wrote this poem. I wrote this poem. And they're just stopping the street for some, some, some reason. I said, Hey, uh, well, um, I, I want this poem thing. She said, Hey, you, you have your, you have your, you wrote a poem. Um, you, um, you have you write, have you recited a poem in person? I think, what? Hmm. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, let me follow you on Instagram. Send me a video. It's like okay. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I was just going to the bank to cast cast my money. I didn't I didn't expect that, but that was good though. I, I respect it. That made your day. I, don't you just love those little interactions like that? You're like oh, okay. I, I'm on cloud nine now. I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about all that social media, once again, I'll put that down below so people can go see it. And then you know you you might inspire somebody to pick up some poetry and talk about their life and share so the world knows. Because as humans, that's what we got to do. We got to share our message and just grow as a as a unit. I grow as a family. Yes, storytelling, storytelling is important, is, is powerful and important. Yeah, oh, especially for humanity, it absolutely is. So there you have it, another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Javier, for coming on and inspiring not only me, but hopefully inspiring the listeners, the people who are poets in trainings, experienced poets, any kind of poet, anybody at all, to learn more about poetry. If you guys would like to learn more about Javier, just go check him out. I'll put all the links down below in the description so it'll be very easy to find. If you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timefoyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you love the podcast and want to show some support, you can. I have a Patreon. I sell merchandise. You can leave a review. I'm also working on a board game. It's all this fun jazz stuff coming in the future. But in the meantime, what you do have to do is go show Javier some love. So Javier, thank you so much once again. No, no problem. Appreciate it. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>